Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. My name is Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name is Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, yes. it's December. It is December. I'm excited to say that. Yes. We got through Thanksgiving season. Yeah. We got through, um, well, I mean, I don't know. It's been warm weather, so. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to change, though. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to change. You know, we're recording this a couple days early, and by mm-hmm. the time you're listening to this, it's going to be freezing. You're going to be like, those people are idiots. Yeah, what are know? they talking about? Yeah. It's nice out. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, so what have you done last week since we last uh, did the most recent podcast yeah, episode? Yeah, um, I had a really nice weekend, actually, this weekend. Um Went out to a nice dinner at um, Theolino's, actually. Wow. Um, which, you know, it's not a restaurant we go to very often. Fancy. But, man, celebrating anything? You, no, celebrating that my husband was gifted a gift certificate. Um, <laughs> is That's what we were that's celebrating. Celebrate. That's good yeah. that's enough. Sure. But I have to say, it was really nice being downtown um, Friday evening. It was first Friday, uh-huh. um, you know, and I think the, the they were lighting the Christmas tree, and there were a lot of people out. So they still lit the Christmas tree. I mean, I will I will say there was a big large crowd. I okay. didn't actually go there, okay. um, but but yeah, it was it was really festive. There were lots of people downtown. Um, yep. We went to so of course because we don't plan and we decide to walk into Violino's and they were quite busy right. and said, you know, we don't have a table until 8 p.m. So we said, well, we'll go down to Village Square and have a cocktail and an appetizer. So it was nice. a, it was an wow. awesome night. We were like grown up, but yeah, we had a right. babysitter. It was like, That's you know, awesome. it was awesome. So, but also funny, um, again, kind of, you know, just small world-esque um, we were walking downtown we see these like flashing lights like clearly there's a party going on in this building okay and i just peek because you know everyone's like looking through the windows to figure out what's going on in this building and they had a big banner up for katie's comfort house which we're going to be talking about on this episode so i was like oh that's small you know small world coincidental that i just happened to walk by um a party with a banner up about that but so apparently they were having a ugly christmas sweater party okay which um was a fundraiser for them so cool yeah cool well, that's yeah fun. anyway well, so i did nice go weekend. to follow the star yes over How the was weekend that? it was great and i mean it was reasonable weather still mm-hmm. so the people who were outside I remember the way if you hadn't gone or didn't know about it you're mm-hmm. driving so as attendings you you just can drive through the parking lot and stay right. in your warm car but everybody else who's volunteering and acting out they're outside mm-hmm it wasn't that bad. So the overall experience was like an hour in the car. Oh. They, we got through the different holding patterns for uh-huh. the car. They gave us cookies. Nice. Roman soldiers came around. I brought my teenager and his friends. Uh-huh. And they were just loving, mocking the Roman soldiers who would come and knock on your window and say, hey, taxes, <laughs> you need taxes. Uh-huh. And, and it was like a whole yeah. skit kind uh-huh. of thing. So they had fun with that. Good. And I already heard that there was about 1,500 plus cars that went through over the course of the weekend, maybe uh-huh. even more. Uh-huh. And a headcount of probably like 5,000 people. Wow. So that's awesome. Big deal. Yeah. It was, it was a, and that's, yeah, that's a huge deal for yeah. 
for a fellowship Bible church. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, I saw the little signs everywhere um, around town. Um, definitely, the word was out. It was I a think. success. Success, yeah. if for, I can speak properly. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It definitely was a success. Well, you already mentioned our episode today. Yeah, kind of. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, spoiler. So it, <laughs> well, you know, it, because it is Christmas, and you know, last week we talked about Father Star and the season of giving. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you know, sometimes people. You get all caught up in gifts and presents and doing things with family, and mm-hmm. just you, you don't slow down enough to think outside of yourself. Right. And so this is, and we wanted to bring this family on our podcast and do an episode with them now mm-hmm. because they really could use the support of the community. And yeah. They've had the support of the community. Yeah. But in this season of giving and giving back to the community, mm-hmm. they are a great example and a great story for oh yeah. all of our listeners mm-hmm. to to dive into what does it look like to get outside of yourselves to take something that's really awful tragedy mm-hmm. turn it into a positive yeah this and, is... and how can how can we learn from their experience mm-hmm. and you as a listener might be going through something very similar you might have family members with health issues you might have tragedies or deaths that happen but you know what our lives go on mm-hmm. and so what do we do with our lives yeah yeah they're, they're just a uh a great sort of you know just inspiration of you know how do you how do you manage some how do you manage a tremendous grief a yep. tremendous loss so yep. what, what can you turn that into um, ultimately so yeah they're just um, really impressive people so, so yeah. for your inspirational story of the season mm-hmm. here's Julie Teets her two sons Michael and Brandon yes and Jonna West yes well here we are with our good friends Julie Teets and her sons Michael and Brandon mm-hmm. and Jonna West. Yes. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for having good, us. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. You know, we're in this tight little room here in Icon Real Estate, and we're all squeezed in. It's really cozy. I love it. Yeah, this is the most people that we've ever had in the room for the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome. I like it. Yes, well, <laughs> you're welcome. Yes, thank yeah. you, Jonna. <laughs> you know, we we want to hear your story, so I'm just going to turn it over to whoever wants to begin. Kind of start from the beginning of your family story. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it started out with Katie, um, our daughter, my daughter, their sister that passed away um, June 25th of this year after a two-year battle of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie was quite remarkable. Um, she was very remarkable. She um, battled for two years with a huge smile on her face no matter what was brought her way Mm -hmm. and when she passed away it was at Winchester Medical Center and there were about 40 of us in a small room Um, it was one of the comfort care rooms so it was larger than a normal hospital room because there was like a little sitting area Mm -hmm. but it had a love seat and that was it Hmm. so during the day um, we had Katie transported to Winchester Medical Center that morning via squad she was very confused Um, Mm -hmm. come to find out it was the ammonia levels from all the cancer on her liver Mm -hmm. and uh, she was just very confused we got her to the hospital and that's when they told us that it would be a 72 hours or less Mm. Um, so they moved us from the ER to one of their comfort care rooms and um, word got out uh, we had a lot of folks wanting to come say their goodbyes to Katie. Sure. So it was about, uh, there were close to 40 of us in the room. The hospital did the best with what they could for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you know, of course, it's during COVID and everything like that. But did they do that for for everybody, or is it was it Katie? And it was Katie. Yeah. She was one right. of theirs. So she, she was an employee of the hospital, right? She or was at one point at one when point. she was diagnosed. She was a neurotrauma intensive care RN. Mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, quite the powerhouse there yeah. too mm-hmm. uh, and then she was diagnosed um, she was supposed to be off work for six months wound mm-hmm. up being 12 months uh, the tumors kept growing back and so they had to continue chemotherapy switch the chemotherapy she underwent a double mastectomy during that time frame and as of uh, July of 2020 she was supposedly cancer-free she had implants put in, in in August, and when she went back to work, she went back to work for Shenandoah Oncology. Yeah. So she was actually the nurse giving the infusions now, rather than the patient in the chair. So it wow. takes a very special person. Wow. Yeah. Especially at the age of 27, at that point, she was 26 diagnosed, 27 years old, and having that drive to go back yeah. to you know the, the nightmare situation that she was in every single day. Mm-hmm. But she she gave and i guess she went back to work there september or went to work there september 2020 Mm -hmm. and then um uh december 23rd of 2020 last december uh 23rd she went in for an ultrasound on her uh thinking it was her gallbladder and turns out there were so many tumors on her liver that they couldn't count them Mm -hmm. so at that point they gave her three to 12 months but that was not verbalized to everybody she didn't want anybody to know because she didn't want to be treated differently yeah yeah and there was always that chance you know there was always that miracle that could happen but Mm -hmm. anyway she she lived i guess almost six months after that and i would say a solid five months were quality Hmm. very much quality and then she got married um three well three weeks before she passed away Mm -hmm. um we weren't sure how the wedding was going to go She was very ill two weeks before and was hospitalized before the wedding. But God gave her that day. He truly did. Because, I mean, it was just, it was beautiful. And if you look up Katie Teets Bradshaw on YouTube, Mm -hmm. you can see her wedding video. There was a flash mob dance, and it was pretty spectacular. It's it's gone viral. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. It has. I'm sure. Um, And she lost her hair again six days before the wedding. So, you know, there was a like I guess 40% chance that she would lose her hair with the chemotherapy that they were giving her and she did and it was six days before the wedding of all things Mm -hmm. but that kind of made the video even more powerful sure yeah yeah definitely well you guys are definitely strong people thank you obviously appreciate you talking about this openly (laughs) well yeah and you know that's i think that your story though can resonate with many people listening because you're obviously not the only one that's gone through this and has gone through it and might be people that are listening that are going through it now Mm -hmm. so your story can not just end with the the depression and the the loss and the sadness of it all you can turn it into hope and into something that can benefit and we can all grow from Absolutely. an experience like that. Yeah. And yeah. obviously it sounds like Brandon that that's what you were thinking yeah, too I mean, in that, those days. That was our goal. That was Katie's entire life. That's mm-hmm. all she did was help people and you know, people were in bad situations. She was the first one right there to step in and help them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we owe it to her and her memory to help as many people as we can and you know help her live on in spirit and that's that's the whole purpose of this you know our goal is just to help as many people as we can from all walks of life Mm -hmm. um for as long as we can Hmm. 
and this this house that we're wanting to build is gonna go to help everybody not you know your all, all walks of life um mm -hmm. any anybody in their you know final hours final days um you know, it doesn't matter whether they're three years old or 98 years yeah. old. Exactly. And we're all guaranteed to die. Nobody's going to live yeah, forever. Sure. So yeah. this is something for everyone. So start mm -hmm. from scratch. So you're thinking, I want to turn this into something positive, something that can benefit others in the community. What were the ideas that were going through your mind? And, and where have you landed now to what you're wanting yeah. to accomplish? Well, it's since we were sitting there in that room with Katie, it's, it's evolved a little bit. Um, Katie was always very passionate about genetic testing, um, getting girls out there to get tested, um, mm -hmm. and even guys, um, you know, seeing if they had those specific genetic mm -hmm. markers, mm -hmm. something that very well could be pre and prevented. And Katie did. Katie had mm -hmm. the BRCA1 genetic sure. marker. Mm -hmm. So that was the reason why, yes. she, why she wanted yes. that to be something. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if it's preventable, you know, she she wanted to bring that to awareness, which is uh, something that we're also very passionate about. Mm -hmm. um, but as we were sitting in that room, uh, I looked at mom and I said, we don't know anything about genetic testing. Um, oh. That's over my head. So uh -huh. I said, why don't we just make this better? Um, not only for the person that's in that bed, but for their family and friends around them, because they're the ones that are ultimately walking away from that. Hmm. Um, and that those last memories they have, you know, that that's where our goal is to change the whole stigma of comfort care. Mm -hmm. um, walk away from it with a completely different outlook. Mm -hmm. Basically, the loved ones, the comfort house is going to be set up towards the last 72 hours ish or less. I mean, mm -hmm. it could be a little bit longer. We get that. Yeah. Because nobody's got a specific pinpoint for it. Right. But the goal is, is, well, the loved one is not going to know whether they're at hospice on Cork Street or whether they're in their home or whether they're at the hospital. Mm -hmm. At that point, they they really don't know. How can we make it easier on the families that are saying goodbye? Mm -hmm. I mean, us, for instance, we had chairs that weren't even this comfortable that we mm -hmm. were sitting on, laying our heads on Katie's bed mm -hmm. because we, at that point, we'd been up for 36, 48 hours. Mm -hmm. There was nowhere to lay our heads, nowhere to rest. Um, we couldn't go to the cafeteria and get food. You couldn't leave her for that long. Right. Um, fresh air. We were at the far end of a wing on the oncology unit on the second floor. Take you 20 minutes to get downstairs and get outside just mm -hmm. to take a deep breath of air, yell, scream, cry, whatever you wanted to do. You couldn't do that. Or even that for Katie to go outside? Could I mean, no. at that point? At that point, no. She was she was on morphine at that point. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's the anxiety setting in with the hmm. with the parents and mm -hmm. the support and, and the family mm -hmm. and and yeah. Mm -hmm. So the house we want set up to where it's we're going to start out with six to eight rooms. Each room will have its own access to outside. Mm -hmm. So you can step outside. You can step outside, cry, pray, scream, just take a breath of fresh air, just get your stuff together again right um, but it will look like a house mm -hmm. there it's going to be like you're walking into your own home it mm -hmm. will have the big family room with the TV maybe a couple gaming systems for the kids if there are young ones that are around keep them occupied a large communal kitchen to where we hope we want to have the pantry and the freezer stocked to where somebody can pop a pizza in the oven mm -hmm. um, and we survived on coffee <laughs> cookies, cookies oh, yeah. <laughs> and pretzels for 48 hours mm -hmm. and you know and the hospital did 
phenomenal. They did the best with what they could. Right. But, but there's different levels that you yes, saw the absolutely. potential for. Absolutely. Yes. You, you absolutely. saw kind of the next steps that, man, if, if I had this, it would make this process absolutely. a little there's, bit easier. There's always well, room for improvement. And well, like you said, too, I mean, because Katie was part of the medical staff, they're probably, you know, she probably even was allowed potentially more than maybe an average patient might might right. have had hack access and, to. and everybody at the hospital they're they're specialized in in taking care of people mm-hmm. um but we want to take care of their families as yeah. well yeah. um so we'll we'll be outsourcing help from all sorts of people to come into the house and actually provide the care mm-hmm. um, our goal is to provide the care for their families as well um, we need to take care of the living also we need to make yeah. sure that it's it's a comfortable yeah setting for them as much as we can make it and if they have that special dog or that special cat um katie's final probably final hour um it, she was hanging on for something and we just couldn't figure out what it was and brandon finally mentioned her dog oh yeah <laughs> holly yeah yeah you know this whole concept to me is almost bringing to the the thing that's coming to my mind is a different obviously different stage but um it's making me think of like a birthing center or having you know when you have a baby you maybe you go to the hospital maybe you go to a birthing center but you might have a doula or you know a family member who's that support person while you're giving birth that you know is also not only helping the person giving birth but the spouse too Mm -hmm. you know making sure that they're you know eating and things like that so it's almost you know almost a full circle of like another service another ability another way you can care for people at that stage so well we have the the way the community (laughs) has come together Mm -hmm. on this is truly spectacular Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's unbelievable um just this past weekend there were three events held um to benefit katie's house Mm -hmm. and friday saturday and sunday and we've got rough totals on those this was not something that we hosted Mm -hmm. this is something that other organizations and other other groups our church the mckee foundation there was a golf tournament held saturday that we didn't even know what katie's house was being benefited from it yeah katie's house brought Mm. in almost twenty thousand dollars this weekend and donations and it was not even it was not even something that we hosted yeah so we are right around a quarter of a million right now Mm -hmm. um maybe a little bit over after this weekend um, and we've only been doing this for about four and a half months. It's yeah. still very fresh. It's so really very fresh. fresh. And so it's it's an idea still. It's a vision. Yes. And you currently are in the fundraising stages, right? We are. Um, we have to build a $1.5 million endowment in order to be able to run this house. Okay. Hmm. So the house will be unlicensed. We will rely on hospice, Valley Health, um, uh, the other home health agencies um, in the area, which once we start building a little bit more with the endowment, we're going to start meeting with them because it is going to be like the loved one is at home mm-hmm. being taken care of. Sure. So, but also the the nurses and the hospital staff that knew Katie or knew of her, mm-hmm. um, they're offering to volunteer on their hmm. off days at at our location to be with families, to support the families, to do whatever they can. Um, And we are set up as 100% nonprofit. It is set up in our bylaws that the families will, our family will never make a dime off Hmm. of this house Hmm. ever. 
and the endowment is going to be set up so we don't have to turn people away so if insurance does not cover it or they can't afford the nightly stay there then we've got the funds to be able to still accommodate them we want to turn no one away Mm -hmm. for any reason that's great and i think that's what's so awesome about the donations is not only are we helping to build the house right now in the early stages but once the house is up and running, all donations are going towards those families that just can't afford it. Hmm. Right. Um, hmm. So it, it's it's truly giving back. So, John, I'm going to look to you. So where is your role in this situation? How have you been involved with assisting the Teets family? Well, so I'm brand new on this. Um, sort of, kind of. Yeah, sort of, kind of. Really. I met Julie um, the, the first day I met her, ironically, was at um, Katie's uh, wake. Right, mm-hmm. and um, my daughter-in-law and her mom are best friends with Julie oh, okay. and their family. Mm-hmm. And I had heard about Katie for years, and I mm-hmm. had unfortunately never gotten a chance to meet her. And then the day I met Julie, um, of course, I was you know nervous and scared. And what, what what do you say to a mom? Yeah, I didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. But I looked at her and I said, "I'll be on your team. Hmm. I'm, I'm here for you." Hmm. Period. End of mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. So when um, couple, you know, a couple months go by and there's different events coming up and I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm going to go volunteer and I'm going to get mm-hmm. my hands on. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called me a couple weeks ago and said, I need help in this fundraising department. Will you be my right-hand woman? And I said, you got it. And she started crying. And oh. she's, she's a crier. Yeah. And you asked the perfect person to help you. So, yeah, you yeah, got thank good, you. Yeah. She's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we have, I'm head of the fundraising and um, uh, I now have a committee. Thankfully, um, Jonna is my right hand. Uh, Lisa Wilt, she's also jumped mm-hmm. in on the team as well. Mm-hmm. And um, we've got a lot planned for 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, our biggest event for 2020, we are hosting a black tie. 2022 thank you um june 25th will be one year to the day that mm-hmm. katie passed mm-hmm. uh we will be holding a black tie event it will be our one year of raising funds mm-hmm. um when we were at the party saturday night we've already um booked the monument for it uh it will be quite a celebration of Katie. It's kind of an oxymoron, really. Katie hated to dress up. Yeah. Well, she'd show up in sweatpants and, <laughs> and a t-shirt. She really would. She hated to dress up, so it is kind of funny in that aspect of it, and I had to remind her constantly, Katie, I have two boys. Dress like a girl. Put some heels on. <laughs> fix your makeup. Put some lipstick on, you know. She's like, Mom, I get the eye roll and everything, but mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be our large event and our, our, I guess, final hoorah of the one-year fundraising but we do have a lot of stuff coming up in 2022 um we're looking at cornhole tournaments uh potential um uh trap shooting event uh katie was an avid trap shooter she oh, cool. <laughs> you didn't want to you didn't want to stand beside of her because if you missed the clay pigeon she was going to get it on a, on a back really gun. she was really good yeah. she was incredible um but the the like i said the way the community has just come together like the businesses that have jumped in mm. is just Awesome. It's mind-blowing. And this is obviously a local Winchester thing. Yes. So do you have property? Do you have a location laid out of where you want this to be? Because this is going to be impacting people here at Winchester Medical Center. Correct. It has to be within close proximity of Winchester Medical Center. We have to worry about transport. Yeah. So um, one thing, we are not hospice. We are not going to be hospice. Mm -hmm. We're not taking over anything from hospice. Sure. Mm -hmm. 
Um, hospice has a location on Cork Street, which mm-hmm. is wonderful, mm-hmm. but it's still a hospital setting. You still have the rooms, you still have the elevators, you have all that. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to get away from that. And also, hospice does a bit more long-term care than what what we're our house is going to or Katie's mm-hmm. house is going to offer. Well, and there's not enough. I mean, hospice can only help so many people, so you're just adding, you know, yes, help for more people too. I mean, it's and a different. Have- yeah, we have to be within close transport from Winchester Medical Center. Mm-hmm. Um, we have had several meetings with Valley Health. Um, we're looking at possibly the opposite side of 37 from where Valley Health is now. Um, it is in the county, and mm-hmm. which is wonderful for us because then we, being a nonprofit, mm-hmm. we qualify for local, state, and federal grants, cool. virtually low interest to where yeah. we can nice. get our right. grants and start building the house. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the obviously the 2022 black tie event, but I know you have another event that sounds like it's maybe more Katie's speed <laughs> this weekend, right? Yeah, so tell us about that one. Absolutely, that was uh, that was Katie's um, guilty comfort, I guess. Was yeah. was the Twilight series, and she, uh, oh gosh, we could just walk in the house and pick it up without even seeing it right where the movie was playing and start quoting it. Yeah. it got to you can hear three notes from one of the songs on there and know exactly oh, what yeah. she was Wh- watching. Which movie it was, which part it was. Yeah. So we should take you to trivia night? I'm standing in the lobby <laughs> selling t-shirts and yeah, helping with the silent auction We stuff. could quote no. it verbatim. I mean, we really could. No, uh-huh. we're, we're all excited to see it again. Um, but yeah, this uh, Sunday, December 12th, we're uh, doing an all-day Twilight series at the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, have graciously given us a theater mm-hmm. uh, to fill up. Mm-hmm. They're selling tickets for us now on their website and at the box office. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a full day from 10 to 10, nothing oh but God. Twilight movies. It'll be, be the last time they ever play all five movies in one day. That's well, so you cool. Know, that's awesome. Brandon and I are sponsoring the event. Mm-hmm. So um, we're, we're actually paying for the movies. The rental of the movies that day so all the ticket proceeds 100 percent of that will go to katie's house mm-hmm. awesome. so and you can actually purchase it's it's again we're only four and a half months into this so yeah. we're mm-hmm. trying to get up you know everything on how you can purchase online and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. alamo graciously helped us out with that and mm-hmm. we finally got the the tickets up on the website but you can go to the winchester alamo draft house website and look up next uh, sunday the 12th and be able to purchase it's fifty dollars for all five movies that's great well that's why we wanted to have you on because i mean we want to be able to support you guys and you. help just launch more yeah people to realize what's going on and and how you can be supported um, I mean, there's obviously the Christmas season, so there's good reason to right. contribute and kind of have a gift and donation that is good for a great cause. And But it doesn't end with just one event. Yeah. It's going to be a continual Absolutely. lifetime uh, it thing will that be you a guys lifetime. are going to be mm-hmm. working yes, towards. In order to Absolutely. keep the endowment up, yeah. we mm-hmm. will have to have uh, fundraisers, multiple fundraisers mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Probably not as many as we've had. No, but we'll keep some annual fundraisers. Um, Mm -hmm. The The car show is huge. The car show will absolutely happen again. Uh Um, We're going to definitely make that an annual thing. Um, See how the formal Junebug Ball goes uh, June 25th of next year. Hopefully and Halloween that Gala man. was a real hoot too. That Wait, was a big time. Yeah, that one. You guys have some cool creative ideas. They do. Yeah, we, I like it. Jonas, what else? You, I mean, well, what I was going to ask you, Julie, what's the best way for our supporters to yes. stay up to date on all of these events going on? They want to participate. Where do they go? How do they find they out? They can get on the website, uh, katiescomforthouse.com. 
um, mm -hmm. that's the best way there you can click a link there it will come directly to me or or to Brandon mm -hmm. will respond right away um, if they're wanting to volunteer um, there's a donate button on there as well which goes to a GoFundMe or they can mail checks directly to uh, to the address for Katie's Comfort House is 686 Cedar Grove Road, Winchester, 22603. Um, they can mail checks directly to that. And quite honestly, either way works. GoFundMe takes a very small portion of it. It's not significant enough not to have the GoFundMe right now. That's good to um, know. We and then we're on Facebook too. As yes, you say, the Facebook, Facebook. Yeah, definitely. Katie's, look Comfort, Katie's yeah. Comfort House on Facebook as yeah. well. So, mm -hmm. like it, we'll be sharing that as well. You know, as we're wrapping up our conversation, I want to pose five questions to you guys. We do this to every guest that show up, and there's five iconic questions. So you guys might be prepared. I don't. I don't know about this, which might <laughs> yeah, be helpful. Which I is good. Ahead of time. John, that's, John that's okay. She's fantastic. So I'll ask, and whoever wants to pitch in, fire away. So the first question is, what's one of your favorite restaurants in town? Claudio's by, by far. By far, Claudio's. Yeah. That, yes. You know that is fairly a. Trendy place. Anna because, Fox uh, said that one too. And you know, I was there just maybe a week ago, and lunch it was place was packed. Oh yeah, and the food is spectacular always. Yeah. And we've known the Bono family for years. And if you stop by there, you'll be able to see the pink ribbons on the back. Um, I remember fence. that. Yep. It says Katie there Strong, you know. and pictures also pictures of Katie inside. Yep, there's pictures of Katie and, and Claudio and Deb throughout the inside of it. Awesome. And then also their front main sign on Valley Avenue actually has Katie Teets on it. Yep. Nice. Uh, the Hope sign that's up. So they've been spectacular. But the food Easy is answer for you guys. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Easy answer. Yeah, that was fast. Yeah. Yeah. Question two. All right. Um, what is something you love about your neighborhood? Well, we don't quite live in a neighborhood, but uh, no, we're, I, I we're out in the county. I think uh, the area in general, mm -hmm. everybody's just really nice. You know, it's just, it's, it's, we're small town, not so small town. Mm -hmm. I've lived here since 1974, so okay. I have seen it grow by leaps and bounds. Sure. It's still got the down home community feel. And we yeah. haven't even talked about it, but your career path is? I'm a realtor. A realtor. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we're sharing stories here. And, and Brandon, you? Home inspector. Home inspector. Yes. And Jana? Mm -hmm. Oh, I, hey, uh, I'm your number one Fundraising volunteer. Fundraising queen. <laughs> <laughs> My and then Jill so of yes. And then we've yes. got Michael here with us, too. He's also a licensed realtor. Michael, you haven't oh, said nice. a word yet. Yeah. So, welcome. Yeah. Hi there. Hi, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, good. I just wanted to get those plugs so out So, how did too. Katie decide to do medicine? She grew up at the Ronald McDonald House with her brothers oh, with their okay. illnesses so, when they mm -hmm. were younger. Mm -hmm. They were born with a blood disorder, um, required multiple surgeries, um, extensive surgeries for them where they'd be in the hospital for sometime weeks on end. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, they both had it. And so her her address as a child was the Ronald McDonald House in UVA. Mm -hmm. And that's how she chose to go into nursing mm -hmm. was wow. because she spent so much time in the hospital with and her I brothers. Spent many time uh, weeks down there as well with my son oh wow Ron McDonald house at uva so mm -hmm. i know the drill it's a good hospital <laughs> yeah good place yep. good place yeah. to be well question three why is winchester a good place to live it, like mom hit the nail on the head it, the bigger it gets you know it, you still have that small town feel mm -hmm. uh, yep. everybody knows everybody uh we're walking up and down the old town mall uh, Saturday before the party, we ran into 50 million people we knew on the way to the party. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, late And I there. was wearing yeah. sequin green pants. Oh, yeah. It was an awesome. ugly Christmas nice. sweater, but I don't know. <laughs> the looks that I got, I was drawing attention to myself, and nobody yeah. looked at their ugly 
Christmas sweater parties, and I'm like, no, this is not my normal Saturday night attire, just so everybody yes, knows. No, it wasn't. And then um, the, way, the way everything relates back to the, the comfort house and what we're trying to do, yeah. uh, you, you have a question, somebody hears it, give me a sec, I'll make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ten minutes later, your problem solved, or you have a new idea, you know, everybody's helping everybody. When we first started the comfort house, uh, mom made one fo- phone call to friend of hers and what within 24 hours everything was set up less than yeah wow. it was a um it was actually susan mcguire she was a huge supporter <laughs> of uh-huh. katie's um mm-hmm. she's also a breast cancer survivor mm-hmm. yeah and um her husband jim jumped on it and mm-hmm. literally he's like well i'll get to it in the morning and not a problem we're not in any rush no joke 30 minutes later he's emailing me all of our state corporation docs wow cool that we received him right then and we got it rolling so mm-hmm. it was just and that's it the the whole community just oh, yeah. one Coming phone call or one question mm-hmm. oh, i got yeah. it i got yeah. it i got and, it i yep. got it, I got it. Yeah. Everybody's setting up things for us. Uh, you know, we, we just happen to mention something. We want to do a Halloween gala. Okay, well, DeMarchi Spears at uh, Trump and Vine Farms, you know, he donates his entire venue for us for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbara Grove at Groves Harley Davidson donated the entire venue for the car show. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Chris Darlington Band, we saw him at West Oaks and we said, hey, we're having a Halloween gala. Can you help us out? Yep, we'll be there. What's the date? Yeah. It was just. You I can't mean, get that anywhere else. No, you yeah. can't. You know. The love is real. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Fourth question, then. Oh, was it my? Uh, I'm go sorry, for it. I yeah. was just so enamored yeah. of what Jana just said. Yes, where do you meet or spend friend, spend time with new friends in Winchester? At our house, <laughs> like right? always. At our house or Claudia's? Yeah. 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 Like literally, <laughs> yes. I mean, we are everybody's. We just everybody's always at our house. Like there's just always, yeah. So our house, but. I would say anywhere downtown. Claudio's, that's a good double answer there. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. Is, yeah. it is. It is. Well, and Claudio's also um, every day. Of course, we've known them for years and years. Our boys played soccer together um, back in high school days. But um, every day, every Tuesday after Katie's chemotherapy, we would go there for hmm. lunch. Mm-hmm. So it was just, you know, it's 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 home for yep, us. That's sure. home. Comfort. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Last question. And you might be able to answer this, but mm-hmm. what is one of Winchester's hidden gems? Creekside Gifts. Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Creekside Gifts. Give us an far. explanation. Yes, Jan Kern and Amanda, they are just absolutely spectacular. They give back to the community. Um, they never know a stranger walking in the door. If it's your first time in there, they're going to treat you like your family. Um, they've helped us out so much with Katie's house as well. I've known them for years, and they're just they're just incredible people. They've uh, had a bracelet designed by Earth Grace, hmm. which has um, actually I'm wearing mine today. Oh, nice. So they've sold. Um, well, I guess at the Halloween gala, they pre- uh, presented us a check for over eleven thousand dollars. Wow! Just from the sales, and they were hoping to hit wow. ten thousand by Christmas, mm-hmm. and that was the end of October. Um, they're also selling the Katie's attire for us to make it easier. I was going to ask yeah. about that. Yeah. Where do people get that? Yes, Creek we have sweatshirts, okay. um, awesome. short sleeve white t shirts, long sleeve black t shirts, uh, black hoodies. We've got ball caps. We just got beanies in Friday. So we've oh, got black nice. camouflage, green camouflage, the worst. Mm-hmm. But um, you can purchase some at Creekside Gifts with the cash or check. Yeah. So anybody can be a part of Katie's crew. Yes. Not yeah. just us. 
Yes. Anybody. What's the significance of the bracelet? I, is, uh, Katie's color was mint green, clearly. Yes, I remember tell. that. Yes, yes. Um, that was her favorite color. Uh-huh. Uh, but Earth Grace is a faith-based uh, company out of um, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and they designed this one specifically for Katie. So oh. it is the the mint green. It's the um, sea foam. Mm-hmm. which is the closest one, but they now call it the Katie bracelet. Oh, awesome. So um, the owners of Earth Grace have been spectacular as well. But mm-hmm. And Jan has donated um, earrings and a bracelet to every event that has brought in huge amounts of money on the um, live auction items. They've brought in anywhere from 350 to $800 for a set of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the so. amazing part about the bracelets and the shirts and hats and everything, um, we've heard stories of people that have gone on vacation on Florida. Uh, in Florida, just happen to be wearing their sweatshirt or bracelet, and someone stops them and says, hey, what's that? You know, And yeah. the, the word getting around, right. not only the donation of buying it, the, the yeah. word getting around The awareness, huge. and Absolutely. then it gives you an opportunity to, to share a story and then hopefully help. Mm-hmm. The yeah. and to. we are yeah. working on the website the website is still fairly raw right now but yep. we do have somebody on that um, as a matter of fact Beth Brown is on it um, she's got another gal that's helping her so we're hoping that that's going to be a lot more interactive but again it's only been four and a half months so we're we're trying to figure out our bugs and the mm-hmm. and the works but the surface. yeah yep. yeah yep. but it's it's pretty amazing well you guys are amazing and yeah. so Thank thanks you. for just coming here mm-hmm. so thanks you can share your story and the openness yeah. of it all one last time, just give us the plug of where people should go, where people could donate, how can they learn about this weekend's event? Uh, this weekend's event will be at Alamo mm-hmm. Draft House. You can go to their website, uh, look up sun- uh, Sunday's date, the 12th, and you'll uh, the Twilight Saga will come up. Mm-hmm. Um, it is general mission, no specific seating for that. So, you know, you can come and go. You don't have to stay for all of them. Um, and then uh, as far as donations go, uh, Katie's Facebook page, which is Katie's Comfort House, Katie Teets Bradshaw, Comfort House, um, Facebook, or katiescomforthouse.com. Online. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. Thank you guys so Thank much. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for awesome. us. Well, what a special family. Yeah. I, yeah. We said it in the beginning, we talked them up when we were talking with them mm-hmm. and had them in person, and they really, they are a strong family. I mean, she was yes. scared she was going to cry. I've been like, uh, there's no shame in that. Yeah, that, that would no be ex- expected and definitely nothing to worry about, and, for sure. <laughs> and we said it a couple times, it's still very fresh. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, it the, hasn't even been six months since they lost her, so right. yeah, so that's, I mean, I, I just, this... I, you know, I, we didn't get to it in the beginning, but so John, uh, the whole connection of this interview even coming to yeah. fruition what is that, with that, yeah, so Jana is my neighbor okay. and is just a, you know, a light of joy that everyone should have in their life. We She's, didn't let her shine enough. On we, the, no, you on know what? She let, she let the fan, the Teats family shine yeah. here, but, yeah. but she's the type of person that you want in your corner and she, um, she's just an amazing friend and, um, I've just, Again, just the type of you know personality that, yeah. at least for me, and I think most people, they need someone like her in their life. And um, so anyway, I learned about Katie through Jana okay. over, over the summer when she had passed. Okay. And um, and then, you know, obviously um, starting the real estate, Jana's husband was at a point in real estate as well. So we had, you know, a lot of discussions about me starting my business and everything. And um, right. 
we're talking about you know marketing and that i really wanted to make giving back something that i did and that Mm. i was interested Mm -hmm. in giving back to katie's comfort house because it just really spoke to me their family's loss and everything and so lo and behold over the several months jonna and um julie you know became connected and and um julie saw that probably same light that i see in jonna and said hey you know you're the type of person that i would like to have on my team um as they move forward with their fundraising so anyway it just kind of is one of those again it's like that you know when everyone says winchester is not a small town but has that small town feel there's just like all these ways that we're all still connected and um so anyway so jonna was kind of the the you know that sort of glue that brought this together um and made made this cup made this happen so i'm you know obviously awesome. really happy about that yeah yep. that's yeah. awesome so i mean just yeah I'd, so I, what did you learn by chatting with them i mean gosh <laughs> i mean so much i mean it's just such a lesson in um you know strength and resilience honestly uh, their family that you know instead of kind of dwelling on yeah. their loss the yeah. turning it around into like what can we what can we do to help our community? Which again is, you know, like that's, you know, I mean, we're trying to help our community here. So to sure. me, it was like, well, why not um, bring these people on to to let them tell us about what what their goals are and and what they wanna what they wanna form with this Katie's Comfort and House. And they mentioned their church, so there's faith mm-hmm. involved. Yeah. There's helping the community involved. Yeah. There's giving back, but then there's also telling the story. Yeah. To at least do something to alleviate the just the stress and the pressures of a family of the living that are going through this right. in the la- last final days for somebody so yeah that's, and i mean you know obviously you know when she first started talking about katie i and i'm she got to it but i was gonna just say like but you know this is a terrible story to happen at at any age yeah let alone to a young woman in her 20s yeah. you know i mean it just makes that story even more poignant even more just kind of heart-wrenching and and um so i you know, yeah. I, so I, I just loved hearing their their story, but also the way that the community came behind them to say, say like they had a, a lawyer friend that helped mm-hmm. them with, um, mm-hmm. you know, how do you, how do you go from a concept to an actual organization that can legally yeah. take these donations and then yeah. make them into something? So it, it's all really impressive. They're only four yeah. and a half months in, and they're you know crushing this fundraising in this you know sort of turning around this story yeah it's a big yeah. deal yeah. so in the season of giving as mm-hmm. we mentioned before look them up yes. that's why they're here yeah definitely. so i want to reach out and share a story that i saw over the weekend mm-hmm. and it's from one of our icon agent segments and we've talked about them a few different times already mm-hmm. on our episodes but yeah matt kilmer move with matt yeah find him on facebook because he was with a group of people on a dinner outing over mm-hmm. the weekend yes. where they teamed up together and they call it a $100 dinner. Uh-huh. And they intentionally, yes, paid for the meal, mm-hmm. but every person in that dinner party contributed $100 to go to the server mm-hmm. and pay a tip. Yes. There were 44 people in attendance for that dinner party. Yes. And so therefore, she got a $4,400 tip. In the season of giving, in the season of just giving back, Mm -hmm. that is really cool. So Super cool. I saw the video and it was, you know heartwarming and yeah. just really special so it was really to cute Matt Kilmer, yeah you know and again that's not a real estate thing that's not any kind of self-promotion things like we just want let's let's do this yeah it's kind of cool yeah that's yeah it's just a perfect time of year to do something like that but yep. you could also do that any time you of could, year but 
Of course. You know, why why is that? Why do people think, okay, let's do this now? Who knows? We're just all in a better mood because it's the holiday Because of your Christmas lights. Yes. Putting your Christmas lights out before Thanksgiving, Nikki did it, right? Yeah. I wish I could tell you that I had done that. (laughs) I still have not done that, but... Anyway. Well, HDTV segments are few and far between these days. I got to be honest with you. I mean, they they just don't speak to me like the shows as much anymore. Yeah. But my wife let me know uh-huh. she's been watching Selling Sunset and they've got a new season out. Okay. So she said it's amazing, uh-huh. not from a real estate perspective, but from the drama perspective of what goes on. I actually they put on a good show. Yeah, I actually do have an HGTV um you know sort of story because so you know at home we stream things so Mm -hmm. i don't have hgtv unless i you know want to pay for it i guess um but i was visiting my family over the holidays and they are very big into you know all the all the shows and so apparently you know you know i'm sure i'm late to this but i mean i know the drama over Tarek and christina oh yeah okay but (laughs) my mom is like we're we're watching Tarek's new show and my mom and her husband are like isn't it amazing basically they sh- they brought it to my attention that Tarek is a completely new human being on his new oh, show oh really like basically with huh. his new fiance well, she, they may be married now I don't know when this show whatever but he is in such a better mood okay on this show versus okay. the shows that he was on with Christina. Something <laughs> so, has changed in that. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that. He seems much happier. He's he's a much more gregarious personality. Okay. It's like a different Tarek. It's kind of Okay, well, cool. I was never even a fan of Christina either, so. Yeah, yeah. my husband's not a Christina fan either. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. So much for anyway. that HGTV segment. Yes. Let's get on to the community once again. Yeah. What are the local events happening this weekend? Okay, so um, Donuts with Santa at Marker Miller. Oh, orchards. that sounds amazing. Yeah. Perfect. This Saturday, December 11th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So um, it's free. Are they the apple cinnamon donuts? Probably. Yes. Apple cider donuts. Apple cider. Thank you. They will yes. have hot chocolate. Um, you bring your own camera, you know, bring your own cell phone camera um, to take your picture. Um, but it's free and there's going to be some ornament making for children. Um, so definitely go check that out. I actually went to West Oaks this mm. past weekend oh, for yeah. Santa. Okay. Um, which was also really fun. Um, but in, and then in addition to that, so it's running from now through January 2nd is that walking in a winter wonderland at Clearbrook um, Park, mm-hmm. that walking light show. Yep. Um, so that's something fun. So that is walking. Yes, that one. That one's still okay. walking. So you drive, yes. you park, and then you walk around yep. The, yep. the park. So you can buy tickets online, or you can buy tickets when you get there. But okay. they do have sort of specific t- um, time frames that you can enter and, and need to leave, I guess, by. Um, so you can get those online at um, fcprd.net. And then obviously, um, you know, we want to highlight our guests' event. So yep. um, the Katie's Comfort House event at the Alamo Draft House is this weekend on sunday december 12th so like they were talking about so you buy tick you can buy a ticket at the door you can buy a ticket on the alamo draft house website mm-hmm. it's under special events mm-hmm. um but so basically really kind of a cool story right i mean apparently the twilight saga was one of katie's you know favorite movies and um, right. movie series so they're going to be playing all five movies um, between 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. So you can just go. I mean, obviously, you're not staying there for 12 hours unless you have a lot of free time and like no other stuff to do. But you yeah. buy a ticket. Yeah. You can come and go. You can go in. You can watch one movie. But it's basically, great. they're just going to play them 
over, you know, one, two, three, four. I, I can't remember. Are there four or five? They said five. I, yeah. I oh, had no because, idea. You know what? That's what it was. The fourth book. Oh, they made they two split movies. it into two movies. I yeah. forgot about that. Yep. Okay. So, um, so if you want to support that cause, um, you know, you, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to go to the movie, you can make a donation instead. But, um, but what a fun way to spend a little bit of your Sunday if you want to stop in and absolutely watch a movie, eat some popcorn, you know, yep. that kind of thing. So you can check that out on the Draft House website. Yep. Well, um, again, so yeah. tis the season. Yes. So exactly. Live it up, people. Yeah. And help your local community do something give mm-hmm. back yeah and support each other so yes. thanks for joining us mm-hmm. on this episode of iconic talk we hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week remember when you look for a real estate professional make sure they're experienced innovative personal dedicated and available and we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us if you have a moment we would love if you would leave us a rating and review and if you're enjoying listening take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends share away until next time think iconic